This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, what's going on right now? I'm talking with Scotty from a band called Cryptic Slaughter. Never thought I would see Cryptic Slaughter live. And they are going to be playing Friday, July 1st at Numos for Northwest Terror Fest 2022. After two years of the pandemic, of lockdown, of not being able to have Northwest Terror Fest, we are back with a bang. Uh, bands that day include Accused AD, Ilsa, Filthus Eternal, Panopticon, Turian, Disease, Eyes of Perdition, Haunter, Oryx, Rip to Shreds, Witch Vomit, and this band, Cryptic Slaughter, dude. Scotty, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for that introduction. That was awesome. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. So, so yeah, man, you, you're down in Southern California still, or is that yep, where you yep. live? I'm, I'm in actually Hollywood, California, believe it or okay. not. Okay. Right. I never thought I would, but I, I do live out here. Okay, man. So, so how do you fill your time aside from cryptic slaughter? Do, are you, you work in, uh, are you in the shady music industry in, in, in Los Angeles? I'm close. I'm in the shady movie industry. Ah, cool, man. Are you? Do you work behind the scenes, or are you? What What do you do? Yeah, there? Uh, behind the scenes, I work for a company that we supply a grip and electric for movies. You know, from everything from yeah. um, Walking Dead to um, Westworld and so on. So, you know, I I help I help get accounts uh, their gear and everything. So I'm I'm what you would call a rental agent. Interesting. So yeah. yeah, my, uh, my roommate, he actually is, uh, he's a grip and he does lighting and stuff here in Seattle. He does a lot of commercials and stuff. So our garage is, is chock full of, uh, all kinds of cool, uh, equipment. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Right on man. Well, how long have you been doing that? Um, going on now, let's see with the pandemic, probably about 17, 18 years. Wow. Nice, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, you get, you're getting older. Got to have the 401k and insurance. There you and all go. That stuff. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, man, um, 
you know, freaking cryptic slaughter, dude. So you guys back, uh, you know, would you ever thought that, you know, 36 years, 38 years or so after the beginning of the band, you'd be coming to like this reunion show in Seattle? How are you feeling about this, man? Um, I, in all honesty, if you would have told me when, we, when Les and I first started the band in 1984, that at, you know, our, in our fifties, we'd still be playing this music. I would have said no way, <laughs> but, um, the fact that we are, and, you know, Les and I are the original members and yep. we got, you know, uh, Brad, Menno and Dave, who are all mm-hmm. killer musicians with us. And, um, we're, you know, we're going to play a lot of killer cryptic slaughter songs to everybody. And, you know, I know people are going to enjoy it. They're going to hear all the songs they want to hear and, and then some. So how old were you guys when you, when you first started Cryptic Slaughter? I was 14 and less, wow. uh, I want to say 17, 18. Okay. So yeah, um, less myself and our friend Adam Scott started the band and then Adam knew Bill and brought Bill into the band. So we were going to be like Slayer, the four piece with the two guitar players yeah, and the bass players. Yeah. And so and then Adam had to quit, and then we went to the three-piece lineup. So there's, you know, so many bands from that era that, you know, kind of, you know, get lost to the sands of time. But mm-hmm. somehow, some way, Cryptic Slaughter has remained a name in the underground. What what do you think stands out about Cryptic Slaughter um, that has made it, you know, be this kind of, like, hopeful, like, reunion band? Like, everyone really wants to see this. What What's kept Cryptic Slaughter alive? Um, well, the fans. Number one, the fans. If it wasn't for the fans, we the name would have died a long time ago. So I have nothing but love and respect for all the fans worldwide. Yeah. And I've always been vocal about that. I mean, without them, we're nothing. Um, I also think that, you know, the songs and lyrics that we wrote, you know, was a little bit different than what everyone was doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, it spoke to people and still as, you know, unfortunately, some of the stuff we wrote about still is relevant today with the Paul. At least the politics side of it now more but, than ever yeah but i mean like you know with songs like set your own pace which you know we're just saying like be who you are don't let anyone tell you to be something you're not and be proud of who you are that that speaks to everybody i don't care where you come from you know yep absolutely man well you know so so to anyone that you might be hearing cryptic slaughter they're playing some people might uh, a lot of people might not know that you guys were actually playing for a very long time as low life uh in 2021 you changed your name back to cryptic slaughter is that right am i getting this correct yeah okay so, um, yeah so okay. what what made you guys uh switch from low life and say you know what we're cryptic slaughter again um to keep it really quick and simple Les and i started this band and yep. a couple other people don't feel the same way that Les and I do and think they can dictate what this band does and doesn't do. So Les and I went the legal route and we trademarked the name and Les and I own it. So we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Amen. You started it. Yeah. I know. Les and I did start it. Yeah. And then Les, Les came up with the name. So it's yours now. Yeah. And it, it like it should be, man. That's cool, man. So back to Cryptic Slaughter, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, so the last uh, Cryptic Slaughter song was in 2003. You think we'll ever see some more Cryptic Slaughter new songs or? Uh, that was less with uh, Brian oh, from Fairmont okay. and stuff. My bad, my so um, we do have new songs. You know, nice. we're not going to just, just re- you know, we love our old stuff, but we also still have a drive to play and create new music. So, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully it will see the light of day. I mean, I okay. know 
that's what that's our plan so yeah you know i'll, I'll i can't say much more than that i sure. we're, we're no, still no. working on new stuff you can tease us though uh yeah. so <laughs> Uh, if you don't mind, let's go down memory lane a little bit as far okay. as the beginning. You know, you said you were 14 years old. How'd you meet LS and how'd you, how'd you, um, you know, get into this, this music at 14 years old? Um, well, I used to play soccer with a mutual friend, our friend Adam Scott, who used to play guitar when Cryptic mm-hmm. Slaughter first started. And him and I were both into Slayer and Raven and Saxon and all that. And, you know, I had a neighbor who played drums and I liked playing drums. I wasn't the best, but I, you know, always wanted to play drums. So Adam knew less and just said, hey, man, we want to start a band like Slayer and Venom and Motorhead. You know, would you be into that? And I'm like, yeah. So I met Les and we started practicing and um, we knew uh, Adam knew Bill because they played soccer together as well. And Bill played bass and sang and he came and played some Hellhammer songs with us and GBH and Venom songs and Motorhead songs. And it worked out. And then um, Adam's mom made him quit the band because of school, which, you know, we're four, he had three 14 year olds and, you know, an 18 year old. And that's yeah. not the ideal thing, especially back in 1984. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always been into, you know, punk rock, like the clash and the Ramones and all that. So when I heard Slayer, I actually saw Slayer live before I heard of them and they blew me away and I went and bought Show No Mercy. And then from there I got into Venom and everything else. And Les had a wide knowledge of music too. So it, he turned me on to so many bands after that. So Back in the day, so um, for I always just, you know, reading the book Rollins wrote about Black Flag getting in the van, you know, he, he describes the LA punk scene as super violent. And, you know, you're describing, you know, being into punk and then and then also, you know, metal. You guys were crossover Um, back in the day. Was it like super segregated, like punks and metalheads? Like was there a lot of fighting between the two? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, the first time Les and Bill went to go see Hyrax and they played with uh, Doggy Style from Oxnard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And. While we were in, when Hyrax was playing, we were all headbanging. They would come and like pull your hair and throw shit at you and say, Fuck you, metalheads, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, the only show you could go to where you would see punks and metal heads together was Motorhead. Mm. And I think then Venom came along, and I think everyone started realizing, like, you know, we're all into the same type of music. It may be a little bit different, maybe singing about different, shit, but it's still the same energy and attitude. Yeah. And that's why I think metal and punk rock get along so well now absolutely and so i mean that's where crossover you know kind of kind of was like it's like a beautiful thing you know i wasn't i was i was born in 1985 so i can't like speak like i was there but just like watching (laughs) watching you know and and reading about and listening to all the records you know it's it's the punk attitude the the metal music the metal technicality um and so so was it when the crossover came uh, and, and, you know, you guys were playing, was it all kinds of different people in the pit? Was there punks and metalheads like thrashing around together? Yeah. I mean, when we were doing it, crossover wasn't even a term. Okay. Yeah. That term came out when DRI made mm. their record crossover and it kind of just, they, that's, you know, with everyone, they need a label to put something under, sure. but that was a cool thing when we started playing, like we liked metal and punk rock and also other types of music. So we just said, you know what? There's already enough like evil satanic bands. Let's just play what we want to play. And 
it spoke to both sides. And, you know, early in the day, you either have people who like us or don't like us. And, yeah. you know, most of them were metalheads, but we did have a good amount of punk rock people. And I just, I think as we got better and the albums got better, you know, our fan base grew and it became both metal and punk rock people. So. Who designed the first logo? Who designed the cryptic slaughter, the iconic cryptic slaughter logo? Who designed that? That would be Jesse Rothbach, who okay. did the album cover for uh, Convicted. Nice. Yeah. And then our Money Talks was Jeff Harp from Final Conflict. Okay. Another great artist. So, yeah, that was. And then the very, very first one uh, was uh, Bill drew the logo after Les came up with the name. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then we had an early, early version after that from another artist called rick farr which if you look there'll be it looks like a bubblegum logo but that didn't stick too well mm. but jesse's logo is the one that is the one that everyone loves absolutely so back in the day 14 you start the band at 14 years old you're 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 growing up with this band you know for the few years that you guys are really doing it um you know were you I'm assuming you couldn't play bars because you were 14 years old were you guys playing deep VFW halls or did you did they have to sneak you in through the back no, um, we had to play in the VFW halls and we played, most of these shows were all underground, so they were all all ages anyway. So we play rehearsal spots and there were a couple of places like Fender's Ballroom, uh, Radio City in Anaheim that were all ages. So it worked out good. Um, and in all honesty, Cryptic Slaughter never played a 21 and over place. So not because oh, wow. we were too young, it just for the, that type of music back then, it had to be all ages. Yeah. Most of the crowd was like young thrashers, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Nice. So how much of, um, you know, skateboarding was, was entwined, intertwined with this? Was it, was it a huge skateboarding scene mixed with the thrash and the punk scenes? Yeah. Well, all of us were skaters. I mean, I've been skateboarding since I, since 1975. Yeah. And I mean, I I wish I could still skate, but you know, at my age, it's not a wise idea, but I still love skateboarding, following skateboarding and support it. Um, I just think, you know, just like with punk rock, you know, skaters were metalheads and punk rock people. And then that music just energized you and made you want to go skating and everything. And, you know, we've always growing up in Santa Monica, we're, you know, we we knew enough skaters, so it just appealed to them. And I love the fact that it's been Tony Hawk's pro skater eight. Yeah. Uh, and there's still kids out there and making videos with cryptic slot in the background. So it's awesome. Dude, that's that's the coolest thing, man, is that you, you're you in like, you know, you, you you could see like your nephew or like your niece or something playing like Tony Hawk. And you're like, that's my band, dude. <laughs> yeah, I created my own character and skated to my me playing drums. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So so you're so you're in the band for from and, and I'm going off your encyclopedia metal. so this okay. is metal archives I'm going off of. OK, that's so all right. correct me if I'm wrong. So okay. you're in the band from 84 to 88. And then, uh, you know, you, you rejoin and you rejoin with less in 2018. Is that right? Yeah. So what brought you back, man? What brought you back with, uh, the friendship with less or. Uh, Les and I have always been friends. We've always maintained that friendship. You know, uh, he's one of my, well, he is my best friend. I've known him since I was 14 years old. I'm 52 yeah. now. So, um, uh, Matt from Repulsion actually had the idea and, you know, I did little guest spots here and there with Vermock, you know, where I play drums on a couple of cryptic songs and sing mm-hmm. on some. And, you know, I handled um, along with our friend, Jason Charles, um, a lot, the reissues, um, skateboards and all that. So I was, I stayed in touch with the fans and the fan base. 
And it just, you know, Les really wanted to do it again. And I really wanted to do it again. And we kind of wanted to give Cryptic Slaughter, you know, the fans that didn't get to see us a chance to see us now. And yeah, it's only Les and I with, you know, three new members, but it's still the same energy and attitude. And it's, it's awesome that people still want to see us live. And I, you know, I just, I just wanted to do it. And so Les, so we did it. (laughs) Yes. So is this the first show? This is the first show back as Cryptic Slaughter, right? Um, uh, We did the Pit Fest in the Netherlands. But this is the first uh, Northwest. LA, not, not Northwest show, let's say United States show under United the United Slaughter. And this is the first time Les and I have played together in Cryptic Slaughter in Seattle. Les wow. had the speaker piece lineup that played in Seattle, but I've never played in Seattle. So this is my first time playing live in Seattle. Have you ever been to Seattle? Uh, I've been to many, many times, but never, we never played a show. We always got to Portland and that was it. Yeah. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I love Seattle. So that's awesome. Well, okay. So l- now that we're talking about Seattle, if you don't mind, and, and I'm mm-hmm. going to totally put you on the spot here, man. So okay, favorite Seattle bands of all time, and it could be punk metal, hip hop, rock, you know, funk, yeah. anything, Jimi Hendrix to heart to whoever, it doesn't matter. Um, well, poison idea. We definitely, yes. yes. Uh, Vermont is absolutely a hundred percent in there. The accused. Yes. Um, then, you know, Jimi Hendrix, of course, Mother Love Bone, I think is amazing. Yeah. Um, Allison Chains are another one that I can think of. Um, believe it or not, I'm not a big fan of Nirvana. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sure it's not for everybody either. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Those are the bands that, you know, I love Heart as well. Yeah. They're a great band from Seattle. Soundgarden, I still love. So, you know, that would be, you know, the, the bands off the top of my head right now I can think of. Cool, man. Well, uh, okay. So, so the band's going and, and you guys are back. We got Brad in the band. So Brad is a guy from the Northwest, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if he still lives here, but we, I, I think he does. Uh, yeah. He, um, let, sorry, Storm, Burning Witch, Lesbian. I mean, he's been in so many bands. Um, how did you guys, how did you guys link up with Brad, dude? Uh, well, Les knew Brad because Les lives there. Um, Dave, our guitar player, lives there as well. And so does Brad. Everyone still lives in Seattle. Oh wow! Um, but yeah, Les was in a band with Brad called Sweaty Nipples. Uh huh. Back in the day, and um, that's and it had Brian from Vermont, and um, I got to know Brad that way. And then when we, Les and I put this lineup together, he's all, "You know who's got to sing?" And, and I'm like, "Who?" He's all, "Brad." I'm like, "Oh, absolutely. Let's yeah. get Brad." Is an amazing singer, knows how to use his voice. Amazing drummer, just and a, just a, an amazing human being. I love him to yeah. death. He's family to me, so I got. Nothing to say about him. Nothing bad to say about him at all. <laughs> He's got crazy range too. He can do oh. doom. He can do power metal. He can do hardcore. You know, all over the place. He's he's yeah. really talented. And he's a hell of a drummer too, as well. Yeah, nice. Okay, yeah. right on man. Okay, so uh, just curious about you know um, what's kept you motivated to 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 you know get back into to playing with the band. What's kept you motivated to keep making music? You know. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's wonderful, but I'm just curious what what keeps you interested in 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 this uh, crazy underground, you know, hardcore punk and metal music. Well, I have such a, a tie into it from yeah. being from Cryptic Slaughter and, you know, being one of the bands that helped start crossover and everything. And I'm a firm believer of if you love something, no matter how long you haven't done it, 
you always want to do it. And in all honesty, if the fans weren't asking for it so much, it never would have happened. But like I said, you know, Les and I just wanted to do this again because we still have the angst and the energy to do it. And we still love these songs and we still want to share these songs live. And when we play them live and you hear the, the fans singing it in stage diving and telling yeah. us stories about how we've affected them, you know, how could you not want to keep doing it? And we'll get, we're going to keep doing it as long as we can, you know? Absolutely, man. So we're looking forward to it. As far as you per- personally, how did you stay sane and, and busy during the pandemic? Were you working? Cause you know, films probably shut down for a little while or what, what were yeah. you doing? Um, I was with another movie company, a different one than I am with now. And um, I got laid off like everyone did. Yeah. Um, read a lot of books, practiced drums, um, did walks, listen yep. to music. Um, I got a very awesome supportive wife who, right. you know, helps keep me sane as well. And, you know, and an extended family that did the same and just try to stay positive. And yeah. everyone who knows me knows that I'm positive 99% of the time anyways. And yeah, I'm a firm believer it happens for a reason. So you just go with it and, you know, and, it was nice to have a break from working. <laughs> That's true, man. Yeah. Whether you, you asked for it or not, you know? Yeah. Oh, but it, it all worked out. Nice. Uh, you know, and um, I don't know how sane I've ever been, but I'm, I'm <laughs> still pretty decently sane. You at least stayed busy, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, okay. Again, uh, going to be playing Friday, July 1st, Cryptic Slaughter at Numo's Northwest Terror Fest 2022. Talking with Scotty. So one last question for you, man. Yeah. Pick a scar on your body. Show us if you can, but if you can't, just tell us. Pick a scar on your body. Tell us okay. the story of how you got it. Um, I'm so heavily tattooed. I don't even know if I have any more scars. Okay. okay. Um, I, you know, I don't have anything cool. Like, I wish I could share something. Like, I got stabbed here, or I ate skateboarding. I, I, I don't. Like, as you can tell, I'm just sure all, all covered. So, well, tell uh, me about your first tattoo. Uh, first tattoo is, um, as cheesy as it sounds, it's a Japanese character for like inner strength. Okay. So I've always been about that. I've always, you know, tried to maintain a positive mental attitude and I always felt that, you know, inner strength is just as important as outer strength. And it's also inner health as well. And I still believe that, you know, you know, you can, enjoy life but you got to stay positive and focused because life throws a lot of shit at you and so that was my first tattoo and the only cover-up i have i still have the characters but then there was like little waves around it so it's 1994 well you sure you know, sure so but yeah i got 80 percent of my body covered so there's just way way too much to talk about when it comes to tattoos now <laughs> i hear you man yeah now it's all just one big one right it's just all blends together just a big it all, yeah it all everything connects together on my body so it's kind of cool nice dude that's awesome well again you know we're looking forward to seeing you july 1st at northwest terror fest 2022 cryptic slaughter any final words for uh the people getting ready for northwest terror fest yeah uh thank you for all your support um thank you for supporting all the bands and the festival and you know we're gonna, we're definitely going to cover a lot of songs through our albums and um you know, definitely want to hear people singing. Definitely want to see a good pit. I want to see some stage diving. And, uh, you know, if you see us, just come up and say hello. We're still the same old dudes that we were back in the day when we started. And just to all the Cryptic Slaughter fans, without you, we are nothing. And we appreciate all your love and support. And 
Kevin, I appreciate the interview as well and yeah. supporting this. And um, I look forward to meeting you in person. My pleasure, man. I'll come up and say hi. Uh, we're, you're still the same, just with less hair, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I used to have that lovely long hair. And then in my 20s, it went bye-bye. Hey, you know what? <laughs> At least you knew when to cut it off. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty, thank you so much, man. Have a good one. My pleasure, brother. Talk to yep. you soon. Take care. Yep. Take it easy, man. Bye. Cheers. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.